Paranormal Shift Podcast with Adam Bradford and Pyro Blazegate. Welcome everybody to the Paranormal Shift Podcast. I am your host, Adam Bradford. Before we get into the show today, um, if you would like to listen to this podcast live and sending your messages, go to the stereo app on your phone and you'll be able to find me. I'll put the link to the stereo app and my profile in the um, in the description of this show, which should be on Spotify and Google, Pod- Google Podcast and stuff like that. Um, so enough talking now, let's get into the first episode of the Paranormal Shift podcast with Adam Bradford and Pyro Blazegate. Well, hello there. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you doing this afternoon? I am doing fantastic. I'm a little bit on the toasty side, which is kind of weird here for this time of year in Scotland, but I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, it's pretty warm down here too. I'm in, I'm in Wiltshire, so... Ah, right. It okay, can get, yeah, it can be a bit warm down here, and there's a lot of stuff we could talk about it that, that, that happens down in my area. All right, okay, good, good. So, um... Yeah. Uh, do you have any kind of sort of like itinerary or of what we're going to talk about today or is it just kind of random for you or do you have some things written down that you want to speak I, about? Or? I have a, I have a few things that we can speak about, um, such as local um, hauntings that happened in, happens in people's areas and mm-hmm. um, um, talk about some famous ones. Um, I want to try and talk about uh, about Mr. Ted. I mentioned him on the chat on Discord the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And what mind hearing hearing about what you do really. Um you said you're um a bit spiritual spiritual. Well spiritual slash psychic. So because paranormal psychic, yeah. Paranormal isn't just about ghosts. It's not just about yeah, um, hauntings. It's not just about mm. that. So um, it's about things that are um, beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding. Yeah, like with regards to like clairvoyance, telekinesis, and and yeah. uh, other things that are metaphysical and not necessarily physical. You know. Um, mm. So I wanted to like open the scope up of it a little bit and not just kind of sort of concentrate yeah. on hauntings and stuff like that because paranormal is a yeah. lot. It, it's basically a lot of things that aren't can't be necessarily scientifically proven. So yeah, like like X Files. <laughs> I've got two messages already. I'm going to play one of them in a minute. Do you reckon yeah, the ghosts sure. waffle, or is oh. waffling just our souls trying to escape our body? <laughs> Mucky, no. <laughs> 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 no. Okay, I'm actually quite new to this. I thought if I click, click the message button, it will give me a list of people who just send me messages. Oh, no, I no, no. It, it, it just literally, away. it literally just plays the message, Adam. So, so oh, be okay. Be ready for that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, as I said on uh, earlier show, I'm actually a medium. Right. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Been, yeah, I I only found out I could do it about about two years ago, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna get 
Let me just get to uh, these other two messages. Yes! Looking forward to this chat, guys. Oh, fucking love paranormal shit. Yes. Oh, paranormal welcome, shit. Stereo. So, so, stereo Mikey. so did, 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 that's the thing, the ghosts go to the toilet. That's what you need to ask yourself, Mikey. <laughs> Does ghosts <laughs> go to the toilet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, if uh, ghosts go to the toilet, it means they'll have to eat food. So if you if you see a see a spirit eat food, won't you just see it go through their body? Probably. And unless it's like they just leave a little bit of ectoplasm in the bottom of the bowl, you know. Yeah, and can also can spirits have um, sex? Well it, it's it's all energy, isn't it? That's all it is. It's yeah. just all energy, so Yeah, a lot of energy. <laughs> Anyway, hey Pyro, hey Adam, how you both doing? I'm fucking shattered, I've got a headache um, I'm going to be listening in for a little while I'm also eating Sorry, I forgot to swallow Eating some uh, chocolate <laughs> buttons Anyway, can't wait to hear what the show's going to be like Yeah um, Yeah That's great, thank you for Come. that, Lyndon um, some, some good friends coming in So we've got Mikey um, Mucky Mikey, Mikey Mucky on Lyndon So that's not, that's not too bad Anyway, um so did you want to start us off like what, what you wanted to talk about and then we'll go into a little bit of like what mm. I wanted to like focus on and then we can kind of mix it up a little yeah. bit? Uh, first first things we could talk about is um, what type of paranormal activity happens in people's local area, specifically yours and everyone else's, obviously, and mine. Mm-hmm. So what type of um, paranormal stuff happens in your area? Do you know of any? My area, the only things that I could really find were up in, in Loudoun Castle, which used to be a theme park. There used to be um, some sightings of some spectres, you know, the typical white lady or the grey lady there. Um, but that was kind of relatively it. There's there's not really been like nothing like around here. Um, I know that in Loudoun Hill, which I um, live nearby, it was um the site of like a couple of battles as well, but there's been I mean there's been sightings like over the years, but there hasn't really been anything like huge. It's not really too haunted around here, to be honest. Or or haunted inverted commas. I don't like that term <laughs> to be honest. Inverted commas haunted. Um Yeah. But there's not really been anything like like mm. too much, to be honest with you. There's it's not really a I... A hot spot. I do have. <laughs> I have a quite a few um, air down in my area. Um, there's normally a ghost of a headless horseman uh, riding mm-hmm. around the town. Uh, we have a swimming pool that's very haunted. It used to be a uh, a hospital back in World War Two for um, injured soldiers mm-hmm. and. The, if you get lost, lost in the dark around twelve o'clock at midnight, there's normally a black uh, black dog that com- comes out and guides you to your destination. Ooh. And also, this this place did this place did used to be uh, where the steam trains were built, and um, sometimes you can hear hear ghostly whistles of. Um, trains and there's a railway village here that's 
mm-hmm. has many sightings of of spirits. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, let me just get to some of these messages real quick. Lindsay, would okay, you stop okay. waffling and let other people get in the chat for one fucking moment? <laughs> <laughs> What is it with all this waffle stuff? <laughs> exactly. Go go and eat your potato <laughs> potato waffles or waffles or whatever or if it's some ice cream or not in here. Is oh. it what I said that in J- Jace's um show this morning about hash brown waffles or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. They had a whole show dedicated to just waffling to see how many people could send consecutive messages talking about literal bullshit. Oh, oh, the 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 show that Jace that, that happened after Jace's show. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, right. And the, back, the, the, back the to what we were talking about. Yeah. 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 Right. Back to what we were talking about. Um. So, I want to put this out to the people who are listening. What type of uh, paranormal activity happens in your area? Um, I've got two other messages that need to go through them. I'm so used to just waffling, but I'm gonna actually leave a constructive <laughs> message. Go tune in for a little bit. Hopefully, you guys scare the shit out of me. And I'm not sure I've got many stories to share myself, so I'm just gonna sit back, relax, and enjoy what's going on. Good luck for your first you show, there, Adam. Thank you, Jace. Yeah. Have you got any spooky stories, Pyro? To share? Spooky. Well, there was one. There are two kind of stories. One's actually a dream. The other one was real. So I'll share both of them. So um, I was in my bed and it was a bunk bed. You know, I had a younger brother and he was sleeping like on the lower bunk and I was in the top bunk. And um, I could hear something. I, I, don't, I don't know what it was. It was like some scratching at the wall. And we usually always kept the, the, the top landing light on because me and my, my younger brother didn't really like the dark that much. Um, and there was a scratching and it just wouldn't stop. And it kept waking me up every now and again. Now, we did have a cat, but the cat didn't necessarily scratch to get in or anything like that. It had never been known to do it, and it only happened the one night. And I screamed so loud for my mother after about, like, maybe 20 minutes of being so terrified that it never happened yeah. again. <laughs> really? That's the only wow. story I can think of. The other story is a dream. So... Uh, th- th- this is kind of sort of quite quite weird and terrifying. It's not necessarily paranormal, okay. but it's still quite scary. Well, this is for Jason. This is for Jace then, because he wanted to get get scared. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to be scared, right? Okay, so my brother, when he was younger, had you know how the cartoon he Arnold to say, "Hey, football head." Well, my brother yeah. had uh, a head the size of a like like a like a UK football, not like a rugby ball. So it was quite yeah. round. It's a little bit more elongated now as he's grown up and his bone structure is kind of like elongated and stuff like that. But I went to the bathroom in my dream. So I went to the end of the hall um, at right angles to my my parents' room and I went through into the bathroom and did my business in my dream. I washed my hands, looked in the mirror and then I came out of the room and my little brother was standing in the bedroom doorway, in our bedroom doorway, with a smile on his face with his eyes closed and it looked really ominous. And I was scared. I went back into the bathroom. I backed up and went into the bathroom. And I thought for a minute, it's like, what the hell's going on now? I was about seven or eight at the time, and I'm thinking, my brother's like, he was like maybe like um, 
three or four at the time because it's about two and a half or three years between us. So he was about that age. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? So when I walked past again, he wasn't there and the bedroom was empty. But from what I could see, it was, a, it was all brown instead of black. I don't know why. It was a dream. And then I got to the top of the stairs that round by, we have kind of sort of banister that goes from the, the bathroom like to the, or we did have like a banister from the bathroom to the, the top of the stairs. And um, my little brother was <coughs> ended up beh- behind me and turned into a giant pink and purple octopus with an eye patch and proceeded to chase me down the stairs. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and it's probably the most vivid dream I ever had. Um, but I ran down the stairs, opened the front door, and I woke up. Wow. That, that's... I- that would have scared me as well. Wow. Yeah, I mean, at that age, yeah, I'm... but now looking back on it, it's just like an octopus is my favourite animal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a few... I've got a few stories that, that happened in my flat, because my flat flat has got a few spirits in here, but I'm going to get to some of these messages, because I don't want to be mm-hmm, behind, do. like... J- I don't want to get be behind, like, Jason on his, on his lives... <laughs> The flame of Scotland who has been banished. Oh, shut up, Josh. Adam Bradford. I've seen you on the stereo streets, bro. I like you, man. You're a good guy. I am fucking knackered. I thank you, Josh. And I am waiting for my fucking joint to arrive because I have a headache because of pyro basically but i'm ready for this paranormal shit i'm ready for nightmares and all of that kind of stuff love you both even though i don't know you properly adam bramford love you always pyro till the day i die let's go let's Shut get up. it i'll be Josh. listening not chiming in because i'm scared of paranormal <laughs> shit <laughs> well josh you you will get to know me in the end <laughs> But it really depends what you class as paranormal shit. As soon as it's it's the same as like when people hear now. I don't know if you get this, mm. but I I worked for a company called um, Trusted Psychics for like a year. Yeah, and a lot of people said no. I want a psychic, and it's just like I'm I'm a, I'm a psychic tarot reader. You know, that, that's why I do that. That's that's my forte. I've done mediumship before. I did mediumship for two years, but it left me. Sometimes those gifts just leave you. I can still do it. Like when. When when I'm faced with a person and someone comes through, but yeah, pe- people just oh, say psychic, and, and they automatically conglomerate everything paranormal wise if they're looking for a reading with psychic, and it's just like no, mm. y- you said that you're looking for someone that, that that talks to talks to spirit. That's called a medium, you know. Ask for a medium. No, no, I'm looking for a psychic. Someone talks to spirit. No. You're looking for a medium. Use that word. You know, use a psychic medium or, or medium. You know, don't ask for just a psychic because that could be anything. That could be anything under that yeah. umbrella. You know, it's the same as like mm. um like um Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. There's a few forms of dementia, so people need to kind of sort of start yeah. like non-conglomerate. It's the same as the word paranormal. Paranormal doesn't just mean ghosts yeah. and been frightened. Yeah, most people I've spoke to, they think they're paranormal only means spirits and ghosts um when it means any stuff that cannot be um, explained such as ufos uh, um uh bigfoot 
um, Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, th- things like that, like, like that. cryptids and in aliens. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. That that reminds like me. That. I, I I did I did discover a um a find a question on on the on Google the a uh, couple of minutes ago before going live on here. The question is, who would question? win in a fight? A, a question on Google. Um, right, the question right. was, who would win in a fight between Bigfoot and a Yeti? <laughs> I, was, I found that question um, whilst trying to find questions to ask about the paranormal. Interesting. Um, so... A yeti <laughs> is technically a little bit more animalistic, so it might have a little yeah. bit less quantitative thought, but might be a yeah. little bit more just pounce-worthy, like an actual animal set me win based on those grounds. However, a Bigfoot is meant to be like more humanistic and therefore may have a little bit more compound thought in order to work up a strategy, in order to capture said yeti. So I would say it's, it's kind of loggerheads. Yeah. I would be about 50-50 as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, same. That's what I was thinking at the time I was reading that question. <laughs> um, I'm going to play another message now to see what people yeah, we've have got to say. Five, yeah. Also, by the way, my mum to this day still believes that there was a poltergeist in her house. To this day, she still believes it. And there was one time she had a prayer meeting and apparently God picked her up and she was flying in the air and I was a kid and... She told us in the morning she was flying in the air because the demons are... T- nah, bro. No, 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 no. I don't do that shit. Fuck off. Fuck off. I don't do scary shit. But I'm still listening. Well, okay. Now, things with poltergeists is... They're not... They, they're not the type of spirit you should mess with. Um, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm I'm going to keep my thoughts about poltergeists away from here because people won't like me when I start talking about them. Um, okay. I don't agree. I don't agree with the concept of poltergeist. Um, I I still feel it's more telekinetic energy around a certain person of a certain age. Um, that's kind of sort of like not um got out. Yeah, I I I, I feel it's less spiritual and a little bit more like telekinetic and even if it is a poltergeist like that um it's usually a soul from another plane that doesn't necessarily know how this world works and will be taken away at some point the only thing that i disagree with is constantly getting a priest you know like a priest from christianity to exercise these sorts of things because to them like jesus and god doesn't necessarily mean anything you know it's that that's where I don't like the whole thing about like TV shows and movies um, pushing the fact that one religion supersedes them all as far as like um, paranormal stuff is concerned because things like this have happened years before yeah. this came into existence and having that as a fulcrum like um, I, I'm a I'm a big lover of paranormal activity I love those films but the thing is it's all Ooh, these yeah. cro- crosses and and oh I'll just read from the bible even though I don't know how to be an exorcist and everything shall be fine and blah 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 it's just like oh yeah it doesn't necessarily work like that and that irritates the life out of me see it's like like the movie the exorcist um that's based on a true story but 
I'm not sure how much of that was accurate. Accurate? <laughs> yes, I can't. I can't speak speak properly at the moment. <laughs> well, see, to be honest, this is your first, this is your first show, and you may be a little bit nervous, but you're also like a medium too. So, and you've been that for like, for like two years, and you might not have the. I, I'm not going to say you might not have the confidence, but sometimes these things take um take time. Just, just take a nice yeah, breath, yeah. and you'll be absolutely fine. You, you'll be good. Yeah. You'll be fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> so. What you, what was you, what are your thoughts on The Exorcist anyway? I laughed all the way through it. Yeah. And then, then they did found, the TV I show. Found, well, I didn't watch the TV show. I, I um I don't like TV shows just after films unless it's like something like Buffy. You know, it, it, it was kind yeah. of decent. But even even it, a lot of TV shows and films vamp up things because they need to do that for 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 TV. They need to make it marketable. You know, whereas yeah. the, the real stories about the things seem to be a little bit Chinese whispered, so different things get exaggerated to make it seem as if it's a lot worse than it is. Like, take the yep. story of Annabelle, right? When the, the the Conjuring films with Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were known kind of sort of like um, Lorraine Warren was a, a, a clairvoyant medium, um, and yeah. um, Ed Warren was a supposed demonologist now the whole demon thing specifically necessarily comes from well usually can sort of comes from the biblical kind of sort of term there have been like entities before but not necessarily in that form because people knew how to work with them a lot better and then christianity just came in and said well this good this bad binary and let's just like put these in here and put them in there so the ones that we don't want to work with are, are bad and the ones that we do want to work with is good and you can't do this and you can't do that and set out all the laws and bullshit like that. Um, so yeah. we have that, but then the doll Annabelle looks a lot creepier because it has to be marketable. If you actually see the actual real Annabelle doll, it looks nothing It doesn't like look it creepy at all. Movie. It doesn't. The, the, the doll does not look creepy at, the, at all. The doll is, do you know where the doll is actually located right now? I know exactly where it is. Um, do you know the um, ghost, the the paranormal in- investigator Zach Bagans, who does the um, Ghost Adventures TV show? No. Well, it's he ha- owns his ho- own um, haunted museum, and it's and it's in that museum in Lo- in I Las Vegas. Was, I, I thought it was, I thought it was still in like either like um like a relation of Aidan Lorraine Warren's place. I thought it no, was um, they uh, the Warrens gave it to um, Zach to put in, in into his um, into his museum in Las Vegas. See, I don't yeah. I don't watch any of those TV shows either because a lot of them are just to me the the worst one was Most Haunted. I, I can't watch. Oh yeah, it because it, Yvette Fielding just annoys the ever loving hell out of me. Yeah, well. With 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 most haunted, um, one of one of their episodes in particular is when they went to Wookie Hole that I can actually believe is real because I went to Wookie Hole and I experienced like most of the stuff that they investigated on that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I'm just going to get to a few more of these messages because there's four. Okay, okay. I'm going to try to tell this as quickly as I can to try to get it in one message, but it probably won't work. So um, when Lennon was two years old, my five-year-old daughter, when she was two, I was taking her to her first dance lesson and uh, we were walking into the garage where the ve our vehicle is and she went on her side of the car to get into her car seat and she turned and started talking to someone and said, hey, I'm going to be a ballerina today. You should come watch me at dance class. And it kind of freaked me out. I got her in the car and we shut the door because my heart was racing. We pulled out of the garage, out of the driveway, and I said, who were you talking to? And she's like, oh, that um, the man that was in the garage. I really wanted him to come to my class. And I was like, started driving, but like my heart is still racing. And I'm like, well, okay, who was that? And she's like, I don't know, mom. It's a just a really, really nice old man. He doesn't talk or anything, but he's so cute and he whistles all the time. Next message to finish this story. Oh, that's. I need to continue. I need to continue. And um, so I, I mean, I did freak out for a little while, but she did say he was really nice and friendly and just whistled and didn't talk. Uh, she also told me that he doesn't touch her or try to touch her or anything. And. Then I told my mother-in-law all about it, and she started, uh, like, kind of crying, and her, she said she got goosebumps all over her entire body because she was like, um, yeah, um, that's got to be my dad. He was known Ooh. for always whistling, and he wasn't. He was a man of few words, and so he, everyone always knew when he was around because he was always whistling. And the weirdest thing about it is Lennon was actually born on his birthday, and her their birthday is so weird because he was born in 1918. His birthday is 918, September 18th. Same as Lennon's birthday. Also same as me and Britain's zip code from our hometown <laughs> is 918. It's so weird. I have another story though. Wow. That's called um well that's what we like to call the spiritual realm synchronicity, but the fact that yeah, children are a lot more susceptible to that sort of stuff because their chakras aren't clogged up you know with everyday life you know they're, they're not because they're clogged up yeah. with that energy they, they can especially like like for spirits to come to them they'll just talk to them ju just like just like normal people you know um it, it's a lot it's a lot easier for, for children to accept that sort of stuff because we just can sort of think well we've heard this and we just can sort of move on and we just go on with life and we forget about those innate abilities that we that we had um back then and some of us go on to to get them again like you or i um, and some people don't. So, but that's a lovely story yeah. because I know a little bit about Lennon Lacey, and I know a little bit about you because she's in the Discord group as well. And I love he hearing that story, and I can just imagine Lennon in the back of the car, like talking to um, like uh, your your um, her Kim. Um, it would be great grandfather because it was your mother-in-law. Was it? Brennan's mother then um, I can I can j j just imagine that you know as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to say in response to that. I'm speechless for that one. Um, <laughs> I, I do love those stories when um, a relative comes comes to um, um, a number member of their family and basically to show, well, show them... Go on. I went to... I, I used to be a member of two spiritualist churches, one in a place called Jake Horn. 
near Irvine in North yep. Ayrshire, and one in Kilmarnock in East Ayrshire, just a few towns up from me. And um, in the other one, I'd went there and they used to do a circle at, at the end, and that's where we would do mediumship, and then we would do like platform work. So I would be able to like, to go up and say, well, this, that, and the next thing, you know. And I did that for a bit, a year or so, and you know, I loved it. Anyway, um, and then did it like freelance like for, for, for a year or so. I've done so I've done it like for a couple of years. Anyway, and as I said, it left me. So um. There was this time, there was this woman, and um, she came um, with this other group in there called the Spirit of the Drum. So it's, it's like, sort of like, um, like sound healing, and she uses this kind of, sort of spirit drum in order to um, uh, emanate like energy for spiritual healing. And now the woman yeah. that led it was a woman called Mary. And Mary, you know how you get an old soul in a young body? Yeah, well, she was she was an old soul in an old body, and you could see that just by looking at her. She when she did um, mediumship, and she like was channeling. Well, not necessarily channeling, um, but she was like speaking to someone, and someone was talking to her, like either through our guide or, or or a spirit directly. It was very very exact the answers. She knew her craft really really well. And sometimes mine splays out a little bit. Um, and you need to kind of, sort of look, focus in on it, but hers was pinpoint accuracy. She was able to tell the type of cake that someone was thinking of the other day and the exact weight that she wanted to get down to and stuff like that and exactly what she was thinking at that exact time um, and, and the time of it as well. It was really weird. But um, mm. the other woman that reminded me of an ex's aunt um, said, oh, where's the young boy with the beard? And it's just like, I'm over 30, call me a boy again, and I may hit you because I don't like being talked down to like that. But I put my hand up and said, I'm here, you know. And she said, there's a, there's a, she was about to see, and I knew she was about to see man. And she, she put her hands together as if in prayer and nodded her head and it goes, I know exactly who you're meaning. Because I knew exactly who was yeah. there because I, ju I just got a flash. Now, this person, it was as though that they were, they were cross-legged and praying at the same time and I see different things as either energy or the person like one of my spirit guides is a very like blue but I can see her her name's Ash and my other spirit guide is uh, an Indian fellow and um, called Daid um, but I only see him as like pure white energy that's all I can see him as other people have seen him as other things because other people have seen him um, I got a spiritual one from someone and they said that he, they saw him and described him to me but um, this this guy I knew exactly who he was he was my grandfather he was what they called Whoa. a lay preacher or, or, or a layman's preacher so yeah he um he would lead the congregation instead of an actual priest. So he was a, a, a like a lay preacher or a layman's preacher for the congregation because he was quite religious and his family was quite religious too. That's my my, my mother's father. So we went to um a a a one of the the local mediums a, called a Sally. Sally Buxton. Now, Sally Morgan is the one that does it with the stars, but we have one called Sally Buxton. And I've met her a couple of times. She was at the Kilmarnock A1, and, and I called her by name, and I've talked to her a few times. She's very, very nice. Quite uppity, but she's nice too. And um, she said a couple of things and said, me. And she's like, so you this, you that. I can't remember exactly what she said. And she said something about my grandfather, and then she looked at my mother, and she goes, is that your mother? And I goes, yeah. She goes, I've got a message from you, from, from your dad from his grandfather and see yeah. as soon as like a, a few months later that that happened and as, as soon as that message got on my grandfather buggered off he latched onto me 
to get to her and then buggered off. Yeah, it lot... was so funny. Yeah, I've I've, I've uh, heard a lot lot of lot of times when spirits um l- latch onto somebody to get to get to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think you know that, one. I think I've done. One, I think's done done it to me, but I can't remember. I have to record it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Alright, let me just um, play some more of these messages. Okay, okay. Okay, the next one is, we live in a very, very old part of the country in Pennsylvania. Um, like 1700s, uh, late 1700s, early 1800s is when all these houses nice. were built. And when we moved into this house, um, it, was, it was a little creepy. But one day, Brendan and I, my husband... We're sitting in the living room and our daughter was, I think she was four at this point, came out into the living room and says, um, I am not uh, comfortable in my room anymore. And we're like, what? And she's like, yeah, that, that girl is starting to get mean. We're like, what girl? And she was like, you know, the one with the red eyes. And we're like, what? Ooh. Like, she was so dead serious. And she's like, I'm not supposed to talk about her to you, though. She gets really mad at me. But if I call her my best friend, she's really nice to me. And then she told me she has long brown hair. She wears a white nightgown. And she has red eyes when she's mad. Well, that sounds disturbing. That sounds completely disturbing. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because I don't have anything. <laughs> um, um, I feel that a lot of... um spirits can can be can be mean just for play and they don't necessarily understand that children can be easily scared and it can upset the other members of the family i feel that if we respect the fact that spirits do exist and not i'm not forcing it on anyone if we respect this the fact that they exist when they come about then yeah. the meanness of them may go away for the people that encounter them. Because it's been like too long where people have just like pushed this whole thing aside. And perhaps I'm not saying that that it was anything to do with Lennon's behaviour or anything like that, because I know that Lennon as every other child can be an angel or a wee demon, you know. I, I know that because I've heard yeah. it, like lazy. I mean, I've, I've I've been in I've been in like lives with you and stuff like that, and we've been been on Zoom like once too, and I know a little bit about you and your life, but not saying that I know everything. But um, if if we respect the fact that these things come to us, I feel that that may go away. But in this in the same thing, I feel that these spirits should. And these souls should understand the fact that not everyone is okay with those sorts of things happening. So it's kind of about that that mutuality as well. Um, and it can't just be about one spirit or, or one soul's, um, I'll say spirit, um, what one spirit's um, agrees with what should happen. Like, oh, I'm your best friend, so I'll be really, really nice. And if I, if I talk about you, you'll get mad, you know. But maybe there's something in that spirit's kind of, contract that it's not necessarily meant to say it'll get mad because maybe it'll get in trouble you know we don't really know the intricacies of it um and we won't know these intricacies until we are we're no longer here and we're up in soul home and 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 we get to know exactly why that happened to us you know and and when and the lessons that we can take from it yeah well 
Um, funny thing is, we're actually thirty minutes already thirty minutes into the show. It feels like <laughs> I've only just we've only just started. Wow. Yeah. Um. So we've. What was I was going to play some more messages. What that's what I was going to do. Sorry. So about that creepy uh, dead girl, I asked her more questions about her, and Lennon told me she could not tell me. And then the next time we went to the store, she was like, I want to talk to you about the girl now because she's not here. Like, I can't talk to you about her in the house. And she tells me that she um, is five years old. She did not, that she died when she was five. Um, and that she misses going to a playground and swinging on a swing. Um, and that she's stuck wearing her nightgown because that's what she was wearing when she died. She died from being really sick and that she is not um, aggressive towards her. Like she doesn't hurt her physically, but she does say that her feelings get hurt whenever she gets mad. Um, and so she tells Lennon, I don't want to be your best friend anymore. And, but Lennon told me, I don't want to sleep in my room anymore because I don't want to be her best friend. Um, but it's been over a year since she's talked about her now. So, could this be a poltergeist? No, it's not a poltergeist because it's not doing anything um, to hurt her. Um, what do you reckon? Um, I reckon that... Um, I feel, To be honest, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Lacey. I feel that Lennon is open to an awful lot more then now I'm not saying you because you're a, you're a mother and I don't want you to take offence to anything that I'm saying because I mean it I mean it nicely. I know that Lennon Lennon's imagination sometimes gets away with her. I I know that and I understand that, right? Um, but I do feel that Lennon, especially with this sort of stuff, if she's already like seen two, then she may be a lot more adept at this stuff than other people may mm. give her credit for. But that's not meaning that, that, that you're not giving her credit for that or you're not seeing that in her. Obviously, you, you've listened to her, you know, you've listened to her and you've understood her and you've asked questions and you were listening when she wanted to tell you. And that's absolutely fine. I mean, any parent worth their salt would listen to their child if that came on and I applaud you for listening, not just saying, oh, shut up and go away because obviously you didn't do that because you were interested as much as she wasn't telling you, you know, so I applaud you for that because that's the way that parents should act when that sort of stuff happens. But um, if it's been a year or so, then... I would I would say either the spirit is taking a back seat, um, or mm. there's just been like no connection. Perhaps the spirit ha has moved on. Perhaps the, the 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 guides and the people that are meant to kind of sort of like come and get a spirit like that um, have felt that the spirit doesn't really need to be there anymore because perhaps they felt that they were causing learning a little bit too much, like harm like like with her feelings and if obviously if Lennon didn't want to be a friend anymore there's nowhere else that this little um child spirit can go so someone may have came and got her and took her back up to soul home and and let her incarnate in some other in some other life some other way that that's personally what I think um or or, or feel or, or agree would happen what, what about yourself what would you feel uh, about that whole story um, be fair. I'm actually I I got a bit speechless at that that story, but I do have a similar story. If that's okay to share it, 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. So this happened about a couple of years ago. Uh, I had a spirit attached to me that would not leave me alone until Liverpool wins one of the one of the um, league football tournaments. And it wasn't till, till back last year when Liverpool won the um, FA Cup that they left me alone. So I had so I had that spirit attached to me for a good two three years. Mm-hmm. And he actually comes comes back to to visit me sometimes because he got a bit friendly towards me. Uh, he's a I found out that he was. A young lad that lives, that used to live not far f- from where I live now, that that died died in a car crash, and he was a massive fo- football fan because I I spoke to his um parents and everything about mm. about this, and yeah, I can't remember the rest of the details, but that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> we all have kind of sort of different <laughs> yeah. stories of uh, d- different things that happen. Yeah, though. but it, it's good that you can mm. kind of um, synonymize that with um, with something that that someone else has because sometimes it gives them a little bit of um, a little bit of um, reassurance. But anyway, yeah. do you want to play some uh, more messages? We have nine now. Yep. Hi, Pyro. Hi, Adam. Hey, Adam, check you out on your first broadcast. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Hello, my flame of Scotland. I love the sound of your voice. Um, paranormal. <laughs> Are we doing our own paranormal stories? Because I have one, but it's not like a scary one. It's quite a nice one uh, about a family member. Um, if if that's what we're doing, let me know and I'll send it in. Oh, you can. Hey. Uh, just to you let know you know, it doesn't necessarily... Yeah, it doesn't necessarily need to be scary because not everything paranormal is scary. It's just stuff that science can't mm. necessarily explain. It doesn't have to be all mysterious either, you know. Yeah, it can, it can be um, a, a guardian angel that watches over you, that brings you messages, stuff like that. Um, let's get to another message. I'm guessing that's what we do because I've just heard Lacey's, which kind of freaked me out, but then obviously when it turns out not to be a negative energy, then obviously that's really th- a, a really nice thing. Um, so I will give you my story in the next message. Okay. So, Go ahead. Um, when I was like five, <laughs> we all went out on a school trip uh, to a pond um, and I fell in and I nearly died. Um, this lady came to me oh, yeah. uh, because no one could find where I was because I was in like quite a like I'd gone off on my little, little alone. Um but there was just like a big pond, not like a little pond. Anyway, this lady came to me, she had a really long like kind of house coat on, um with a large um red flower on the left side of her, tight ginger curls, and she was saying, Jess, put your hand up, put your hand up, babe, and someone will find you. Just put your hand up, it's okay, darling. I remember like it was it like it was yesterday. Um, anyway, I obviously got out, um, and several months later, um, going for pictures, my mum, um, my mum was going for pictures, I stopped at one of this lady in a long red house coat with a, uh, like a rose thing on the side of it, next message to finish, ah! <laughs> 
It's too bad you can't love, send longest message on here. Oh, it's I too know. bad you can't send that. But I would. Yeah, anyway, long house coat, red uh, kind of bushy rose thing on the left side of her. I said, oh, mummy, that's the lady that was in the pond that told me to put my hand up. And it, it turned out, actually, it was actually my grandma um, who had died when I was one. I have no memory of my grandma um, when she was living um, because I was far too young. Um, no memory of her. Anyway, um, so, yeah, my grandma had come to kind of keep me alive uh, which is absolutely amazing um, and I do believe in things like that I don't I don't go looking for things like that um, but I do believe in things like that and normally when I move when I'm in a new kind of area or space I feel really scared or lost or kind of really anxious but when I actually moved into my own house this is going off topic um, I didn't feel that and I do believe it's because my grandma kind of came with me to the house to make sure that I was okay. Probably though. I mean, if she, you know, if she, my um, family are extremely interact spirits and everything. Even before I thought, they I thought there was going to be another part of that. Then just <laughs> yeah. but I used to have like things like dream catches and whatnot. I was never dream into catches. that kind of stuff. And blah blah blah. But they were into it, and they would say that's a demon, that's a spirit, this and that, and we sort of ran with it. But there are certain times when it's like, that's the only thing that makes sense. If you get what I'm saying. Like, there's certain things you... It just makes sense. When they say, that's a demon, that's a spirit. That's done that. For me, personally, mm, I don't know. But, like, my parents are very staunch. Like, these spirits exist out of nowhere. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm just here willing to learn. As much as my parents have been teaching me for years. And that's 55 seconds. Well done, Josh, for counting. Um, I didn't know that you could count. Um, apparently, you can't. So I'm, I'm very, very good that you can see the numbers. Um, <laughs> but um, with Jess's <laughs> thing, um, but when spirits like come down, a lot of people like see like white things. And to be honest, all souls are just energy. So when people see like an angel, I, f I feel that that's kind of sort of like what they're seeing. They're seeing like a soul coming down to help because that's the purest form of energy that can come down and help and usually it's seen as someone that, that you recognize you know like your grandmother Jess um or or like a a grandparent that that they never met like um Lacey's um a a mother-in-law's father um so her um Lacey's like uh, Lynn's great-grandfather something like that and those people can kind of come up and if they don't necessarily want to be seen they can come down in their their pure form and, and do and do all manner of different things. I mean, souls have been caught like on on camera and now and again as these kinds of pure white beings. But again, I, I don't want to get like too um, religious with it because it, it becomes a, a, a different sort of beast if you do that, you know. Yeah. Um, right. Before we uh, play some more uh, messages, I've, I've got a, I've got a story to share. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, this happened back last year. I no, yeah, this year, last year, yeah. Um, me, me, and my fiance were uh, laying in bed, and my fiance was going through a few some terrible things at the time. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, my fiance fiance sits up um, and looks at the corner of my bedroom. Um, the way my bedroom is is I got two built-in 
uh, wardrobes and she looks over to one of the wardrobes and she can see her great grandma Mm-hmm. And she all of a sudden she bursts bursts into tears, and I saw I actually saw this too because at the time I was uh, I was just finding out about my um, medium ship thing, and all of a sudden her her grandma turns around and and picks up a baby and turns around and and points at both of us and points at the baby. And ever, ever since then, my fiance has not had any bad, uh, anything bad happen to her. If you know what I mean? She, yeah. What do you mean by bad things ha- happen to her? Well, and, and... she was go- she was going f- she was suffering from depression at the time, mm-hmm. and. It seemed to be that that brought her back into reality, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so since then, if she ever feels really low, we've seen her grandma every time. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I can sort of grandmother's looking out for her somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. We believe her grandmother is her uh, guard- guardian angel. Well, more than more than one spirit can come down like like at any time, um, and basically like help you know, um, and just be a kind of sort of like guardian, regardless. Um, yeah, I don't specifically use the term angel. Um, yeah, but any sort of spirit can come down and and exude that positivity because all souls are positive. It's all energy. It's not negative because anything void. Yeah, of, um, I agree. Anything void of energy is just a void. It's just a whole negativity is made by humans. You know, it's made by humans. Yeah. That negative energy is made by humans, and all just kind of goes away when we cast off this mortal coil. Um, yeah, it's disgusting. I just want to go home. <laughs> Literally, just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna get into a few more messages because we've got seven now. Um, I forgot to tell you that any time that Lennon is alone in her room, she can't stand it for longer than about five or ten minutes, and then she just starts, like, hysterically crying, um, even during the daytime, but especially at night. Like, if we put her in there asleep, like, if she falls asleep in the living room on the couch or me rocking her to sleep on the chair or something, and I go and put her in her bed hoping that she'll sleep in her own room all night long, <clears throat> she always, like, within five minutes wakes up abruptly and just starts crying, screaming, and she runs out of her room. And sometimes she won't even get out of her bed. She'll just be sitting up crying in her bed, and we have to go get her. Um, It's been over a year now that she has not slept in her own bed anymore either. But we're we're there for her. I mean, like, we don't feed into it or ask her about it. But if she brings it up, we let her talk to us about it. Well, um... Yeah, it sounds to me that that spirit was attached to her at the time. Is that wait? Is, is that spirit still there? Did she say? Well, she she hasn't talked about her in a year. In yeah. about a year, I remember Lacey saying, but um, I don't know. I just what I'll say is Lacey, I don't like it. 
I don't like the fact that it may still be having effect on Lennon because we all kind of care about Lennon. We kind of let know it a little bit in the Discord and I don't like it. Um, um, there's still maybe a little bit of an energy like attached there, but I don't feel that... I do feel that there may be a little bit of a gap between that energy that was there yeah. and Lennon. Um, I don't feel that whatever was there is obviously like there anymore, but and I don't feel that there's anything else round about her. I'm I'm not sure what could be causing whatever's going on just now, but I am probably about ninety seven percent sure. Um, it's not whatever's whatever was plaguing her with that with that young girl before. I had actually like a young girl that come to my um my ex and he was um he, he kept like um like waking up in the middle of the night um and there would be this like young girl with long dark hair almost like grudge-esque like looking at him and um I actually took him into some um, hypnosis um and managed to rid rid him of her um it was a little bit more yeah. psychological than spiritual um at the time um but yeah, as, as long as you're making her comfortable, I mean, you're a decent mother. I mean, I, I've heard you talking to her like again, again, again here, Brendan, as well. But I mean, as long as you're doing everything you can for her, you know, I mean, you're one of the mothers on the server that I look up to, Lacey. So, and I, I, I love you and Lennon both. So, anyway, um, yeah. well done, you. <laughs> yeah. Not that you need a well done or well, anything like that. You know what you're doing, your mother. Anyway. Um. Well. The time when Leonard 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 <laughs> gets a bit starts getting a bit older, this, this um this paranormal activity will paranormal activity yeah this spirit will eventually leave her alone a bit more I reckon because one um spirits mostly attach themselves to kids and when they get older they leave leave them and go on mostly mm. it's almost how I see like yeah. imaginary friends sometimes like they're just like um, yeah. um spirits that kind of like, keep them company for a little while and then go you know yeah in a way and, yeah. and that's think, how people treat it you know yes yeah, the thing with imaginary friends I believe that some t- some some kids may may say it's an imaginary friend, but it might be a spirit attached to them. That's what I believe sometimes. Most of the time, sorry. Yeah, I'm good. Um, just putting something yeah, in the I'm gonna... Yep. Alright, I'm just going to get on, go and play some more messages. <laughs> yep, sure. There you go. Loving the show so far, guys. Right, so I've got two stories to tell. And the first one is um, one about my sister. So um, basically we're, two year, uh, we're, I know, we're one year apart and um, basically she, she was 15, I was 14 and I was lying in bed and I heard her scream and she ran into my room crying and then she told me this story um, that basically she was lying in bed and the way that she's lying, she faces her TV. Now she could, she opened her eyes and she could see a reflection of, of someone in the covers behind her um, she said that she was feeling really cold and she couldn't close her eyes 
suddenly the person behind her or something behind her started rocking back and forward. She then managed to close her eyes and then she heard breathing on her neck. Mad. Ooh. Wow. That, I, I will I would... be serious here. That sounds like a case of like partial sleep paralysis. Yeah, sleep par- not being able to close paralysis. Yeah. Some, sometimes mm. that can happen. And I, I've had a thing where I've almost like, like been in a dream and not been able to wake up, you know, and things have been happening. I've been hearing things. Um, but that could have... I'm not sure exactly what that could have been. And I'm not here to explain, like, everything's, like, something else, you know. It, it could have been anything. But that's it. If she couldn't close her eyes, it sounds like it could have been possible sleep paralysis. Yeah. That actually does sound like sleep paralysis. I'm not really... Um, I don't really understand sleep paralysis that much. Um, do you know? Do you know a lot about it? Well, I do know the reverse of it. Like the reverse of it is, um, is um, like sleep walking. You know, so the bit that controls the motor functions in the brain. Oh, I do um, that. <laughs> it can, can can be can be switched off and put on. There, there was a guy that actually like um, got up, got dressed in the middle of the night, went to his mother-in-law's, and basically killed her. But he got off with it because he was sleepwalking because he wasn't conscious while he was doing it. So when you're asleep, it's usually like unless you're looking so waking up, looking so like in mid-dream state to like roll over or something, your motor functions yeah. are shut off. You know. And that's yeah. usually what happens. But when you're sleepwalking, those aren't shut off, but you're kind of like um usually like aware of what's around you because in your conscious mind you know exactly like what's going on around you. However, with sleep yeah. paralysis that you're awake and you can't move, so you can be awake and open your eyes, but the rest of your body is completely paralyzed because that hasn't come on yet. So it's, it's yeah. the reverse of that. It's, it's the reverse of sleepwalking, basically, and it's, it's not a nice thing. Yeah. Um, talking of sleepwalking, um, I actually sleepwalk uh, on occasion. Um, mm-hmm. There was this one time that I, I found a sandwich made that was in the morning. It turns out it was me who made the sandwich in my sleep. <laughs> I actually... I, it, before I actually found out it was me, it, this happened three nights in a row, and I decided to put a camera up to to see what happens. Then mm-hmm. um, I look look back on the video, and all all I see is me sleepwalking into the kitchen. See, with me sleepwalking, I, it, it turns out it was a very bizarre sandwich. So I put baked beans in it, uh, some spaghetti. And a raw steak. It's lucky I didn't eat it. It's lucky I didn't eat it. I I think you were were trying to mince the steak and make bolognese or something like that and kind of like, didn't really do it, you know? (laughs) Instead, instead I made made, made a a raw steak, spaghetti and beans sandwich. (laughs) Weird. So um, let me ask you, so... Talking about all this paranormal stuff, and, and we love getting into the whole scary thing, but as we know, para- the word paranormal basically means um, it's beyond the scope of normal scientific understanding, like clairvoyance, yeah. telekinesis, ghost spirits, blah, blah, blah. So it's not just about the scary stuff, right? No, it's so not. being 
a medium now. So do you practice mediumship or do you have someone that, that helps you or, or how does that go like, before I go into the next part of my question? Well, at the moment, because um, I'm, I'm still new to this, I'm, I have someone that helps me with it. Um, right, okay. my, my, my abilities are only strong where th- when they're around me because they're also a medium. If you know what I mean. Right, okay, I understand. Um, so it's almost as if they can sort of amplify like what you have. Right, okay. That yeah. will, that can teeter off and you'll be able to kind of... If you don't understand like why you have been given this gift just yet, I feel that you may yeah. have to feed off that, that person until that time. Um, but personally, yeah. I've always known that I would, I, I would end up like with some sort of something because I wanted it for so long because I knew why I was I was <laughs> going to be here. But the next part of my question is, um, so knowing about all these paranormal experiences and all these kind of like, um, like ghosts and doing this, that and the next thing, how has your view on that changed since you became a medium? Oh, um, since I became a medium, it's been more adapt. Um, I've actually been wanting to um, get into paranormal investigating ever since I uh, got into able uh, able to be, to do mediumship, and since since then I, I've actually looked looked at the paranormal a lot more. I was it into the panel before I had I had this ability and ever since then yeah yeah mm-hmm. so you got any more got anything else um do you feel that shows like um like ghost hunter shows and most haunted kind of like clear up a little bit because there, there has been there was rumors like um People like um, the the late Derek Akora left because they were actually like forcing him to go a little bit more exaggerated with his claims. What, what, what do you feel about? Yeah, that? Um, with the paranormal shows, um, I don't. I kind of don't think that some of them are actually real. I think some of them might be staged. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ghost Adventures, I, I I love watching that show, but some of the stuff they kept. Capture on that show, of obviously kind of staged. Yeah, but. um, it's it's almost just like a, a lot of like reality things, like watching either like um Drag Race or Big Brother or a lot of these kind of sort of like, um, yeah. talent shows. A lot of them, we all know who's going to win beforehand. It does seem a little bit more staged, and so things like that can be staged. And it's not like. When I watched Ouija, Origin of Evil, I just laughed all the way through because you don't, I don't know any mediums that use a Ouija board mm. as a tool in order to contact the spirits they use themselves. Yeah, I saw that movie as well, and I literally, I literally died of laughter. But I laughed talking all the way of Ouija board, like, oh. mm-hmm. talking of Ouija boards, um, I've I've made it my life in my life never to use one. I have I'm, used I'm, one beforehand, but yeah, um, it, I'm gonna have to play some message. I have to play some messages because I got over ten. That's fine. Um, I had a bit of a paranormal experience once. Actually, I've had it twice. Um, 
really needed to poo, so I went to the toilet, had the <laughs> biggest <laughs> dump, went to go and wipe my ass. There's nothing on the tissue. <laughs> I mean, it was bone clean, dry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think you need yeah, to see, pack up your own. I think you need to pack up your old bag and 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 move out. You know, then right. That's not a paranormal activity. What you have there, mate, is a perfect poo. <laughs> Which means you go to the toilet and, you, and it literally comes comes out so fast you don't even need to wipe. <laughs> oh wow right next question next message i think so here's my second story now me and my mates we decided to go camping um when we were younger and we decided to camp oh, across from a graveyard uh, there was a, a river separating us from where we was where we were camping and at four in the morning we were still awake we decided to get out the tent and then we looked across the graveyard and someone or something, someone was standing there um, dressed all in white. And as we were looking, that person turned around and screamed really loud. And there was no kidding. There was like crows or some sort of birds just flew out the bushes. And like I, I remember, we all remembered that she had red eyes. And I don't know if it's the myth, because I remember we, we heard about this myth that there was like someone called the White Woman. So, who knows? Or it could have just been an old lady. It could have just been an old lady. <laughs> I mean, I have heard, heard of the White Woman. I have heard of the White Woman, but I'm not sure. I have not heard much about it. I've only mm-hmm. just heard, heard, heard many sightings of it. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, I'm just just before we go on, I'm gonna think of um, um, wrapping this up about half past four because I actually have have um, my brother and sister coming coming over at that time. So that's absolutely fine. That okay with you? That's absolutely fine. Cool. That's good. I've got nine more questions, and I'm gonna share another story that I just remembered. Please do. I actually um. I don't know if this kind of helps or whatever, but I actually speak to my grandma quite a lot. Now, people might think I'm crazy, but I couldn't give two shits. I actually speak to her a lot. If something's on my mind, I know that she's literally always there, ready to listen to me. Um, And she kind of helps me to kind of navigate myself through life. Um, So when I was pregnant, I leaned on her a lot. Um, cause I've never, cause obviously my grandma had passed away. I never, I've never really had a grandma figure. So I get really jealous of people that have, um, like obviously grandparents that are living and that have been living or that they've had any kind of quality time with. But I always, I always speak to my grandma and I do feel around me. I do feel around me when, um, the kids need her as well. It's very strange, but I love it. Nice. <laughs> See, I, I you... it's nice. It's nice to talk to people like that and and feel yeah. that they're around, and um, because it gives you a sense of like 
that they're actually there, you know. And a lot of the times, if you do call them, they will be there. So she probably is listening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Right. We've got eight more messages. We do. Let's see if we can get through them before any more, more come through. When I was younger, one of my really close friends that I grew up with died um, in a car wreck. Uh, he died in November, on November 16th. And his birthday was April 16th. Uh, that's the day he was born anyway. And um, the so the year he died, November 16th, a few months later, on April 16th, which would have been his first birthday after his death, my dog Chili was born on that day. My dog Chili is now 13 years old. Um, he, you guys have all, well, maybe not you, Adam, but most people listening have seen photos of my dog. I'm very close to him. He is the guardian of Lennon follows us everywhere he photobombs every time i try to take a picture he's always by our side um taking care of us sticking around i really feel like this is my close friend that died um just like here protecting us through my dog like reincarnated as my dog or something i've always felt that um so that that's a good one i've heard many many um stories of of um Relatives being re- reincarnated into a, into somebody's pet. It's actually quite common. When I first did mediumship, I actually like um, remember seeing a dog around about a table in, in a cafe. And um, yeah. it was this this little, little sausage dog. It was a cross between like a like a like a Dachshund and a and a Jack Russell almost. And um, I saw it in this little wagon its tail and like the going out the door like once it had been around the table. And then the yeah. the, the, the people actually kind of sort of st- stood up and said, Oh, remember we need to go and get dog food and then walked out. I thought, well <laughs> Well <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna get play another message. Please do The World's Shortest Horror Story by Frederick Brown. The last man on earth sat alone in a room. There was a knock on the door. (laughs) That is the shortest horror story ever. He's so silly. (laughs) Yeah, it's a funny silly silly though. (laughs) Speaking of the paralysis um, stuff... One time I was um, playing a video game in my living room. It was about two or three in the morning and <clears throat> I was by myself in the living room. Brennan and Lennon were in bed asleep and all the lights were off in the house, uh, except I had, I did have the light of the TV from me playing the video game. And I start hearing this eerie sound that sounded like someone with like big hands and really long finger, thick fingernails tapping on like a tin can. That's what it sounded like, but it's so hard to describe, but it wasn't a consistent sound. And <clears throat> I literally felt paralyzed. Like I could not move to get up. I was in so much shock. I, I lost my breath. I was struggling to breathe. And like, like I, could, I, wa- I couldn't scream for help. Um, and so I started texting Brennan to try to get him to come help me. Um, Got to finish the next message. And um, so I'm texting him. I sent him like 12 text messages and he didn't hear them. He didn't wake him up or whatever. I called him. He didn't answer. So I FaceTimed my sibling and I was like, I don't know what to do. And they were like, okay, well, I'll stay on the phone with you if you need to get up to go 
to the bedroom where Brennan is. And while I was on the phone with them, the sound happened again. And instantly, our phone call disconnected. I tried calling, calling, Whoa. calling, calling back because I didn't know anyone else that was awake at that time. And they're in a different time zone than me, so, like, it wasn't too late for them. But anyway, I couldn't get a hold of them. So I just sat there, paralyzed, on the couch. I was able to reach behind me and turn the lamp on so I at least had a little bit of light. But the sound kept happening. And then I finally, after an hour, got a text back from them saying, I'm sorry, my phone died. It's charging back up now. I'll call you back here in a minute. Ah, another message. (laughs) Why didn't that message wait? So then, um... After their phone charged up a little bit more, they called me back again, and I answered, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to get up with you on the phone and run to the bedroom, and I did so. I ran back to the bedroom. I was able to get up with the help of my sibling, like, motivating me to get up, and, um, like, it literally felt like something was behind me, like, pushing me or trying to, like, pull me even, like, touching me to make me stay to listen to this and to try to figure it out. So I waited until the next morning when it was daylight and I wasn't alone. And I looked around everywhere to try to see if that sound could have come from anything else. And I couldn't find anything. Well, then that night, again, I was up on stereo doing something late. And then, boom, I hear the sound again right around the same time of the middle of the night. And I did... Uh, I'm going to have to finish another freaking message. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it's, it. It's okay. It's It's okay. <laughs> Okay, so I like the anticipation. This time I called my mom or I texted my mom first and I was like, I need you to help me figure this out. I did take video of the room and trying to follow the sound. I had bigger balls that night, I guess. And I posted it on Facebook and a lot of my friends were like, Oh, that sounds like you have a rat or a rodent or something in your walls. But I couldn't pinpoint it to a specific spot in the house. Well then a miracle happened the next day during the middle of the day. I heard it again, but it was daylight. And for some reason, I'm just not as scared in the middle of the day when the sun's out and all the lights are on or whatever. And I was able to follow the sound and find it was my daughter's Tamagotchi. It was hungry. And so it was making this weird ass sound. It's a unicorn (laughs) Tamagotchi. And the sound was like the horseshoes, like clicking on the like food can trying to (laughs) (laughs) oh wow (laughs) i'm guessing there's a second part of that message because he got cut off (laughs) yeah tamagotchi saying feed me so it was a toy it was nothing it wasn't a spirit at all but the thought of it, the, my mind controlling me was telling me it was something paranormal. And so it had paralyzed me for two nights in a row. That's the end of my story. I'm so sorry it took so long. Oh, no, it's fine. No more messages. <laughs> that's, no, that's fine. Um, long, long spooky stories are good spooky stories. That's what I, I say. Yeah. But we need to and... understand that not everything paranormal is spooky and not everything spooky is paranormal as well. Sometimes they do have yeah. actual, you know, things like like Lacey's story there. It was a Tamagotchi and not necessarily anything yeah. paranormal. Um, yeah. What else did I want to say? Um, so my 
I'm going to do the, the other side of this. My um experience like with pa- paranormal things and watching these shows actually has made me watch yep. them with such like a like a like a purple lens filter instead of like a rose filter, like a purple lens filter that the opposite, so that I I know how to screen out the bullshit. So yeah, I I I dislike those shows even more because I know from being a medium and then like like a a psychic tarot reader as well that. What I do has become true, you know, a lot of times. I have, like, um, customers that I have had um, that have came back to me, and I had, like, a this woman called Anna where I told her exactly what was going to happen on her holiday, and she came back to me the next two weeks, and she said, Alex, it did happen, you know. That happened exactly how you said it was going to happen. There were, two like, two minor details that weren't in it, but it it happened exactly how how i said it was going to happen and more often than not people have come back to me and said that and i got like a a good uh, feedback from someone else they they do tarot cards but they'd taken out like nine different cards and three separate occasions so three cards each but it was actually it seemed to be like a a reason for the roommate so i gave them a little bit of insight into into what it was and it it seemed to the notes that they took from what I said seemed to help them give a conversation to the roommate about reconnecting yeah. with their family. So it was just that they needed someone to like to, to translate things like that. So it's not all it it's not just all ghost stories and goblins and oogie boogie. No. You know, it's a little bit it's a little bit more than that. It can, there can be good stories. I helped a mother and daughter get back in touch with one another. Um, uh, a good friend who I was on a singing server with as well. Um, she um she was we were both one of the staff members um on the server and um she hadn't told anybody but she had um apart from like people really really close to her but I'd only known her like a year and a half that she wanted to get back in touch with her mother and she hadn't told anyone about the stuff like to do with her mother because she didn't really trust anybody about it and I managed to pick up on it and then told her listen if you don't do it now you'll never be able to um yeah and so like the next month it kind of like bucked her up to actually do it and um she was able to like um go to a, a show with her mother and now they are really really close and they've reconnected and stuff like that so things can have happy endings it's not just all oh oogie boogie i'm being yeah. by a ghost or, or or this little demon's <laughs> latched on to me and it's it's making me feel ah you know um and by that yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not meaning to be offensive to anybody's stories that they've told you know or anything like that i'm just like thinking yeah um it's a little bit more than that um yeah because uh, I, I, think... I just didn't want to like have the whole show be just about oh I'm scared all the time or, or this is weird, you know, because a lot of it can be positive, you know? Yeah. You know, um, I think in the next, next episode, I think we'll, we'll have to go uh, a bit more in depth, depth into the meaning of the paranormal and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Explore, explore more than spirits and sleep paralysis. Go, go a bit, bit towards um, UFOs and aliens and cryptid, and stuff like that i think we could definitely do that i mean i feel that that's a little yeah. bit more like sci-fi rather than paranormal though yeah um yeah but we can lo- definitely a lot, of pe- a lot of people um consider stuff like that to be paranormal according to them well according to them yeah a lot of people consider 
UFOs and to be paranormal as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the people get that um, that impression from the um, old sci-fi show, The X Files. But that's not necessarily paranormal. That that that's sci-fi. You know, it's, that's a little bit yeah. different. Than it's, it's sci-fi, but. I was literally watching X Files last night, and I was what uh, uh, concentrating on their intro. It says said in the uh, intro, paranormal activity. Mm. <laughs> mm, right. It, it, it really, it, it really just depends. Um, I. I don't really know a lot about the, the whole kind of sort of aliens or cryptids or anything like that. Um, I would need to do like, yeah. a little bit of research before I did that. But to me, that's not what paranormal is. That's that's a different entity yeah. by itself. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you could obviously do that show with someone else. It doesn't necessarily have to be with me. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know anything yeah. about it, someone else might know something about it. But I'm more than willing to come <laughs> on at any point during any of your other shows that you have on this series it doesn't necessarily have to be me you know um, and talk about yeah. these these other like um like spiritual things um i mean I, I don't mind that but as far as like the the the, the cryptids and the, the aliens to me that's not necessarily part it might not be things that science can explain but it's not necessarily paranormal to me it, it has its own little yeah niche you know yeah I think I think when that we, we should get should get a third co-host to uh, come on if we if we want to ever talk about stuff like that. To talk about stuff like that, yeah, no, no that's absolutely fine. I, I don't mind that happening mm. either. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. We've got ten minutes left, and we've got three messages. Well, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do this. Okay, so I'll give you a little thing about most haunted. Derek Cora, um, I used to actually really like him. But then when the whole um, Creed Crafer, or whatever his name was, came out, it really disheartened me towards him. And then I felt like I couldn't really trust a word that came out of his mouth. Now, whether he was or was not a um, true um, medium or whatever the term you want to use is, um, I feel like it was really tarnished by that show. I feel like the danger with them shows is if nothing happens... They don't have a show, um, if that makes sense. And you can't, you, you know, spirits and energies and vibes are not just uh, performing monkeys, basically. So I don't think mm. we'll ever get to the bottom of the truth, but um, I feel like it's a hard one. Definitely a hard one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what she means. You, you, um... you, you're right, the spirits aren't necessarily performing monkeys, but at the same time, he was kind of sort of um, rumoured to have been like, paid, and he actually said that Colin and the vet had paid him to exaggerate what he was doing at the same time with, uh, with Derek. That's why they got David Wells in, because he was more willing to do it. And David Wells is Scottish as well, and I'm thinking, David, please don't. You know, please don't give in to like, what, what they're doing, because Yvette Fielding was, was never a a paranormal investigator. She was in Blue Peter, you know, and all of a sudden there's money to yeah. do it somewhere else. You know, it's it's just like tap once for yes and two for no, and it doesn't always work like that. And it was kind of like a little bit like um 
uh, the Blair Witch Project, you know, a little bit with her. Yeah. It's just like she was kind of yeah. being scared of the least little thing and it was amping the audience up, you know. So it w- I wouldn't put it past them that they paid someone to like vamp that up. And that's why Derek originally came out with it. But sadly, he's in he's in the, the other realms now. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I see what she was saying as well. Um, similar to what you were saying. So, got two more messages, and mm-hmm. let's see what we got. Bing. Paolo. Hola, it's me, the Spice of Stereo, Paolo. Huh. <laughs> Channel activities. Hmm. I mean, the one with Ben Rose taking a shit and then magically disappearing was a fabulous <laughs> one. Uh, I can't stop that one, to be honest. Um, because, you know, I'm a versatile bitch. <laughs> no, i um, I remember this one time, don't judge me, bitches, but I took myself some ketamine and I mixed it with uh, mushroom tea and I had a very fun experience in the evening. But next thing you know, I was going in the bathroom and, and I was brushing my teeth. And then next thing you know, I just see my father in the mirror. Like, he just, he's just basically the floating head where I was looking at myself, basically. And it was really fucking creepy. I was like, is this paranormal activity or is this me, like, fucked up on drugs? Probably on drugs, Paolo. Probably took something the night before or had a little bit too much space, you know. Um, and <laughs> woke up and thought, oh, my father's on the matter here. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that could have literally been anything. It could have been him saying, you know, yeah, sorry for things, or, or um, you know, I'm here, you know, I'm still about, or, or something like that. It could have literally, literally been anything, but people, people usually get scared. So they see someone, they know, if I saw my grandmother, I know, I would be like, your partner, I would cry if I saw my grandmother. Um, if I saw like yeah. anyone in my, my family, like my Aunt Helen, I, I would cry as well, you know, because um, I, I was close to them. Uh, but anyone that I wasn't close to, I would be a little bit thingy, but I wouldn't be scared, scared, you know. Yeah. All right. We have one more message, and mm-hmm. if there's no more after this, I'm going to, gonna, um, and if we have time after, probably talk about Mr. Ted for the next five minutes. That's fine. Also, is it just me, or every time, like, you're just casually chilling or just like watching the movie next thing you know you get freaking goosebumps and you have the shivers and then you feel like fucking ghosts just like came past you inside you and then you're just like oh what was that like shit and like you get the chills for like a few seconds and i'm just like thinking is this the thing is this the thing or is paolo like fucking like fucking going cray cray you know what i mean you know what i mean Probably Cray Cray and still on those drugs from before, Paolo. <laughs> but movies are meant to do like that. They're meant to like play with your perception. It's just mm. like, am I going to go around the corner and see something? You know. So it's probably yeah. it's probably more the the film that you're watching. If it had an effect on you, it's probably the after effects, the, the tremors from from that earthquake of the film you watched. Yeah. See that him him saying that uh, just actually reminded me of something. You know when people get the chills and they say somebody just walked over my grave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's actually a theory that that when you say that, it's 
somebody walking over your grave in a parallel universe. Hmm. I, I was, I was, yeah. Or it could be in the future, or something like that. That's 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 what I heard of that of that theory. But we have a couple of weeks left. I'm going to mention Mr. Ted uh, quickly. Um, so I was scrolling on TikTok back last week, and I come across this video of this this woman talking about by a cursed teddy bear called Mr. Ted. It's located in England, but I'm not can't remember which castle it was. I did search it up, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, this teddy bear was actually on this morning. You know the morning show on ITV? Yeah, I, I don't really watch broadcast shows on, on, on TV, to be honest with you. Yeah, it appeared on... on, um, on the TV show this morning, and they got some of the crew to stay around the bear overnight. And it wasn't until the past witching hour that the crew, which was about three o'clock in the morning, um, the crew um, started feeling nausea and dizzy dizziness. Um, I haven't actually looked more into this. I tried to look more into the bear, but I couldn't find much on on this bear. But I want to know what you what, what your thoughts about this. No, it, we've got two minutes left, and um, get, let's hear your thoughts. I'm 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 not sure. Um, for objects to be to have some sort of energy in, in order to do things, um, I don't really personally put much stock in it because yeah. Inanimate objects can't really do anything. They can they can hold like some sort of energy, I suppose, like a doll or something like that, or like a vessel. But again, it's playing into films and TV again. Um, yeah. When when it's more surrounding people, it becomes a little bit more believable, um, and people yeah. can say things things are cursed. But those curses are from like things that that, that people have made like with with, with their words and with their energies um and it's less about it being a ghostly presence and more about um the energy that people have made from it um rather than something that's evil because as we know energy is positivity there is no negative energy when people say negative energy it's more like it's it's more of a block than actually negative energy um and it's only humans that actually have negative energy. Humans have negative energy. No other species in the world has that sort of um, negative energy rather than um, other things. People say things do things like badly. Foxes do bad things. They only do what what they do in order to survive. It's about survival techniques. A lot of the time, even when your cat scratches you, it's because it's felt something. It's not necessarily doing it for badness. It's doing it because something has happened like, to make it agitated. When we do things, it's of uh, more calculated. So um, with respects to Mr. Ted and whatever he may or may not have done, disregarding the yeah. specifics, I don't agree with either cursed objects or anything 
of that nature. I don't agree with that yeah. concept specifically. Yeah. Well, before before the next next episode, I think I'll look more into the into this and um, see what I find. So, I think I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I would, wrap this up. I, I would get I would give you some advice though from uh, a, someone that's done like um some uh, spiritual stuff like for about twenty odd years. Um, to someone that's maybe like done mediumship for for two, um, from my experience, yeah. open yourself up a little bit more. I would say open it. Yeah. Open yourself up really, really wide. Um, yeah. Uh, reading and experiencing is fine, but open yourself up wide to like a lot of different things. Um, yeah. That's why I, I'm not going to sort of blow my own trumpet, but that's why I was able to consult sort of talk back with different things. Um, eh, because th- there is a little bit of experience there, um, and maybe even because like, next time we can talk a little bit more about your mediumship and wh- and how you're going with that. Um, I would I'd, yeah. I'd like to hear more about that because everybody's experience is different. My experience was different. Your experience will be completely and utterly different, and the things that you've seen, the messages that you've been able to give people, and and how you're getting on with that. Yeah. So I'd love to hear that about next time too. And um, but yeah, as I said, as far as the whole cryptids and the, the UFOs and stuff like that, maybe someone else can jump in there if that's the thing that you want to do next week. Because I I know I yeah. know little bits about it, but I don't feel it would be decent enough for a talk to be honest with you. <laughs> That's yeah. just my um Okay. Yeah. Right. We're, we're gonna i I'm gonna wrap this up now, but before yeah. we go, um are you okay are you okay for the same time next week? Same time next week? Absolutely fine. Cool. Yeah. So if, if you got any anything last last to say before we sign off? Do I have anything else coming up? I oh, four days. Do you wanna share any um, of your have you got? Sorry, I've got a countdown of darts coming up on the twentieth cool. with Linden. Uh, what day's the twentieth? Twentieth yep. is a so that will be on Saturday. Countdown after dark, but it's a naughty countdown. It will be better than the last one before, um, but nothing else. Um, I might have another geeky episode um, on Wednesday, which is um, in two days. Today's Monday, isn't it? Yep. Today's Monday. Uh, no, so it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday today. I feel like Wednesday or Thursday <laughs> if I can if I can find anyone last minute to to interview them about about their passion of what makes it geeky for them because you can be geeky about a lot of things like food or or whatever chocolate that's food again but whatever okay. um but that's about it. Anything you've got coming up? Nothing yet. I'm trying to just um, try to come with a few ideas to for some more shows then. Oh, that's good. Oh, we've got, we just got a message to come through, and we'll just, we'll sign off. Oh, lads, 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 do you know what? I never thought that I'd actually go for a whole show and everything, and, you know, like, I love I love learning and people opening my eyes and stuff like that, so thank you very much. I've been listening the whole time, obviously I didn't chime in, but, um, yeah, I love it, I love it, man. Like, I hope you guys do it again, and I'll 100% tune in again, as long as... This little poopy pants next to me keep shutting her mouth, as she has been doing. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I really appreciate Josh. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. Anyway, it was lovely. Really good ha- first um, episode. Well, yeah, and your first show as well. Um, but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll get we'll get we'll get you in with more shows like on the Discord or stuff like that, and you'll be you'll be ready to go by next week. Okay. 
yeah yeah right let's just play, play this last message then we'll end, end thank it thank you pyros and um thank you adam i've really enjoyed this conversation um and i'm actually looking forward to next week you are very welcome i'm, I'm looking forward to, to next week as well to doing it again mm-hmm. me too yeah Okay, right. lots more to talk about too. Anyway, but take care yeah. and I will speak to you soon. Okay? You too. Alright. This my bitches and Okay. Okay. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I hope I'll yep. see you guys next week. Okay, right, bye. Thank you for tuning into the Paranormal Shift podcast. That is all we have time for in this show. Uh, before I sign off, though, I would like to say thank you to my wonderful co-host, Pyro Blazegate. He's an amazing person to talk to about this stuff, and I can't wait to do the next episode with him. And like I said at the beginning of the show, if you would like to listen live, just click the two links at the bottom of the show um the show information and it will take you to the app store to download stereo where you can listen live and send in your messages and also i'll leave the link to my profile so you can give me a follow and you get notified when i do the next show so stay safe and i will catch you in the next episode of the Paranormal Shift Podcast. Stay safe.